Fire John Air episode 23. That was Audrey Sankur and I am Ian Lynch. So there's lots of very exciting stuff coming up over the next few months in the Fire John Air universe. The most pertinent of which are two live shows I'm doing next month. One is in the Dunleary Pavilion for the Dunleary Folk Fest and the next one is in It Takes a Village which is a really nice festival run down in Trebolgan, County Cork so hopefully I'm going to see a good few years out there. I still don't know what I'm doing for the live show but I'm working on it and it's going to be something really special. So in this episode I want to look at nonsense songs and... I have to say that is not a disparaging term. I use it advisedly. When I say nonsense, I mean songs which are based on words which carry little or no lexical information. But before I get down to that, I want to play a track from Cahill Caulfield. This just dropped a few weeks ago and it's absolutely amazing. Um, Cahill's making some really great and interesting music. If you want to check out more, look up his SoundCloud page. It's on soundcloud.com forward slash Cahill dash Caulfield. Or just stick his name into a search box. You know how to use the internet. You'll find it. It's great. Um, This is a version of The Morning Trush, which was written by Seamus Ennis' father, James Ennis. Thank <laughs> you. 
So that was Annie Johnson from the Isle of Barra, recorded by Alan Lomax on the 26th of April 1951, with her own bird imitations coming from Cahill Caulfield's bird imitations on the fiddle. Next up, I want to play a tune by Michael and Paddy Rafferty. This is a lilting version of The Queen of the Rushes. It was uh, recorded in Galway in 1982. I got it from the video series Come West Along the Road, or I should say the DVD series, but that was a really great programme that used to be on telly, presented by Nicholas Carlin from the Irish Traditional Music Archive. Um, and I suppose this points to how the that lilting or like vocable music was used for dancers in areas where people maybe they couldn't afford instruments or for any other reason that there was no musicians available um, and was really developed into a fine art in some areas. Uh, the Queen of the Rushes is quite a well-known pipe and jig but uh, here we go, Michael and Paddy Rafferty. <laughs> I 
So now and again, you do come across arguments stating that within these nonsensible uh, vocables in lilting that there can be secret messages contained therein like i've come across arguments that um the refrain wheelia 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 in the well-known song is something along the lines of on will to a wallia but that's uh, transformed and changed over the years and there's all these kind of theories out there but i have to say i don't find many of them to be very convincing um but that's not to say that there can be like meanings associated with lilting or diddling or mouth music or port de veil or whatever you want to call it. Um, I remember somebody telling me a story years ago about how when lads in Dublin were having secret meetings and someone from the castle used to come in, they used to look at each other and go, Dee diddle the idle, diddle the idle da, diddle the idle dum, dee diddle the idle, diddle the idle da, diddle dum. And that was the sign that somebody from Dublin Castle had entered the room and they were to stop talking about the business at hand. Most probably folklore <laughs> rather than historical fact, but it's a good story nonetheless. Um, but yeah, I like, I really do like the idea that there can be like secret messages contained in these songs, even if it's not true. It's a nice motif. And I think this is what Christy Moore was kind of riffing on at the end of his Knock song. And this was recorded in 1983 on his album The Time Has Come, where he asks the question, did NATO donate the dough? At the early edge of 30 at me mother sent me west. Get up, says she, and get a job, says I, I'll do me best. I pulled on me wellingtons to march to kill Shimok. But I took a wrong turn in Charlestown and ended up in Knock. Once this quiet crossroads was a place of gentle prayer Where Catholics got indulgent once or twice a year You could buy a pair of rosary beads or get your candles blessed If you had a guilty conscience you could get it off your chest Then came the priest from Partry, Father Horden was his name since he's been appointed, knock has never been the same Be God says Jem, tis eighty years since Mary was a doubt Tis time for another miracle, he blew the candle out From Fatima to Bethlehem, from Lourdes to Kiljamak There's never been a miracle like the airport of a knock To establish terra firma, he threw up a ten-year plan and started running dances around 1961 He built a fantabulous church hauling on the holy ground And once he had a focal point He started to expand 
chip shops and bed and breakfasts sprung up overnight. Once a place for quiet retreats, now a holy site. All sorts of fancy restaurants for every race and creed, where black and white and yellow pilgrims all could get a feed. Stalls once under canvas became religious supermarts. With such a range of godly goods, they had top 20 charts. All the airport opposition was destroyed by gems from card. For centenary celebrations, he got John Paul XXIII. From Fatima to Bethlehem, from Lourdes to Kilchamuk. There's never been a miracle like the airport up and up. We had the Blessed Virgin here, Bull James, he did declare. And Pope John Paul XXIII appeared just over there. Now do you mean to tell me, he said in total shock, that I am not entitled to an airport here to knock? TDs were lobbied and harassed with talk of promised votes. And people who'd been loyal for years all spoke a change in courts. Eternal damnation was threatened on the flock. Who said it was abortive building airports up and knock? Now everyone is happy, the miracle is complete. Father Horton's got his runway, it's 18,000 feet. 18, feet. All sorts of planes could land there, of that there's little doubt. Handy for the Yankees to keep the Russians out. From Fatima to Bethlehem, from Lourdes to Kilchamuk, there's never been a miracle like the airport of Anaka. The net to 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 the And that was Paddy Tunney, whose voice you might recognise from the theme tune to the show. He was imitating the sound of the Scottish Highland bagpipes there. Now in Scotland there is a parallel tradition known as Port Abale. Not solely made up of nonsense vocables, but there are some contained in the songs. I think a lot of the words to the Port of Bale songs are quite bawdy. Um, not too serious anyway. So up next is Eily McKenzie with a Port of Bale. Hey, oh, the head I can, the head I can, the head I can. 
I want to play a song which comes from an Indian tradition known as Carnatic music. Now this is a form of Indian classical music which dates back to at least the 12th century. And this piece is performed by a man called Sanjay Subramanian and the piece is called Raga Nata Kurinji. <laughs> Da 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 da
Ya bolak ma, bolak ma, lalah kajar di So what you just heard there was a couple of Sami Yoik songs. They were recorded in a place called Karasjok, Norway, back in 1954. Up next I want to play some examples of Inuit throat singing. Um, the performers on this recording are called Soria Eituk and Lucy Cooney and the piece is called Katayak. And this was recorded in Hudson Bay, I don't know in what year. But I absolutely love it. <laughs> in Flagstaff, Arizona playing a gig um, and a load of kids from the local reservation came out to see the show and some of them were telling me, oh there's this fella he's from like around here called Klee Benali and he plays in a band called Blackfire and you have to check them out um, and I came home and checked out this band Blackfire, I thought they were deadly um, but I, I, ne- I never got in touch with them rotten and kind of forgot about them until recently I was researching for the show and I was looking for a version of the American Indian Movement song now this is the anthem of the American Indian Movement um, composed I think purposely of nonsensical vocables because it wouldn't make any sense for them to record it in any one of the many tribal languages which are still extant in the north of America um, so I think the idea is that this song can can be sung by anybody and the fact that it, it the words don't contain any meaning within themselves is um, used as a uniting factor 
demonstrating that the words of a song do not need to carry any particular sense in themselves for the song to have great significance and meaning to those who sing it. So I have to admit that the whole reason why I wanted to do this show 
was because I've been listening to a lot of doo-wop music recently and I really wanted an excuse to put some in the show. So doo-wop music originated in urban areas in the States in, I suppose, the 40s and 50s, largely in black neighbourhoods where people couldn't afford musical instruments and so they figured out ways to replicate the sounds of various instruments with their voices. Um, I thought this was a well quite a striking parallel to the fact that in Ireland this would have been done in areas where people couldn't afford musical instruments either. Basically the whole show was centred around the fact that I just wanted to play the following song which is one of my favourites In the Still of the Night by The Five Satins.
win. and not least the water technique So I'm sure it's no surprise when I tell you that there's a very clear line between doo-wop and hip-hop and of course that leads us into the area of beatboxing as well and that was Razelle with four elements. Now the connection between doo-wop and hip-hop is obviously beyond the scope of this episode or even beyond the scope of this show but I'm going to stay in the United States for the moment and look at something called Efing, which I never heard of before I started doing research for this show. But this is a recording of a man called Jimmy Riddle, where he explains what Efing is all about. You start out with the letter E. Mm-hmm. You say E. Mm-hmm. I say E, and then you go, <laughs> and then you kind of gasp. <laughs> you put the three together, E, <laughs> like that. And then you do I. <laughs> See, so yeah. E, I'll do it real slow. E, Where in the heck did that ever come from, do you expect? My uncle, uh, on my mother's side, taught me when I was a little boy. <laughs> he used to do it for me. I guess he just... called it hoodling. They call it even now. Mm-hmm. And he got it from somebody to dance up at Dyersburg, Tennessee. <laughs>
so that was Jimmy Riddle with the song Yakety Eve and you might have picked up on some musical phrases which are common to the girl I left behind me a tune that was perhaps most famously used for the Waxies Dargle and the rare old Mountain Dew so I'm gonna play one more from North America but that really reaches back in a quite a circular fashion back to the Irish tradition this was made by a woman called Helen Creighton who was a famous collector from North America and the man singing here is a fella called Angelo Dornan. He was raised in New Brunswick, but his family was from the north of Ireland. And he is performing something here which he calls chin music, but which is obviously very close to Irish lilting. What did they do, Mr. Dornan, when they didn't have fiddles for dancers in New Brunswick? Well, they, New Brunswick? they used to sing what they called dancing tunes. Chin music, they called it. Chin music? Yes. And how did it go? Well, uh, <laughs> they just had to open their mouth and the tune came out. <laughs> uh, here's and they one. danced to that, did they? Oh, they danced to that, sure. Well, how, then uh, will you do it? Well, yes. Let uh, me think of a tune. I, well, I might not know the name of it. Oh, and some of nearly 45 tunes, you shouldn't have too much trouble. Oh, I know lots of tunes, but I, I just like, like, like to announce the name of it. Let me see now. Well, I'll sing it anyway, and I might think of the name afterwards. Okay, everybody, I have hardly any time to do this, but so much amazing stuff left to play. Next month, I'll be back with Lomax in Ireland, Cradle of Filth, all the usual things, but there's just no room this month, and I hope that's okay. Um, I'm going to play a tune now. It's called Nigun. It's a Jewish type of tune. This one is called Bratslav Nigun. It's from the Ukraine. And after that, I'm going to play a really deadly song from a really deadly man. Harvest of Clovers by Conor O'Kane. This just came out last Bandcamp Friday on Sophia Records. Sophia Records, also deadly. Go and check them out on Bandcamp. Um, in the meantime, hope to see you out at the Fire Draw Near live shows. Check out my Patreon. Take care of yourselves. <laughs> Uh, good luck.
Bobby Bobby Boy, Bobby Boy Boy Boy, Bobby Bobby Boy Boy Boy, Yummy Bobby 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 Boy, Bobby Boy 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 Vibration going down in your heart, and that is you. And if the people find out that you can fiddle, then fiddle you must for your whole life through. What do you see? Is it a harvest of clover or meadows to walk through on down to the river? For the ones and the corn, is it dollars each cartload? 
Or the rustle and skirts of the girls as they dance by the crossroads. For Mickey John Joe, a pillar of leaves and whirl and dust meant ruin and right. To me it looked more like Seamus Rua stepping it off to go tickle and trout. What do you see? Is it a harvest of clover or meadows to walk through on down to the river? Or the winds and the corn? Is it dollars each cartload? Or the rustle and skirts of the girls as they dance by the crossroads? How could I plough my twenty-five acres with medley of horns and piccolos? Stirred in my brain by the crows and the robins And the windmills creaking in the valleys below I never started to plough in my life But someone came over to take me away On down the road to a wedding or a killy And fill me with soda bread, whiskey and tea what do you see is a harvest of clover or meadows to walk through on down to the river or the ones and the corn is it dollars a cartload or the rustle and skirts of the girls as they dance by the crossroads I'll take my last walk to that plot upon the hillside I've my fiddle and I'm playing there yet Twenty-five acres and one thousand memories And not a single regret What do you see is it a harvest of clover Or meadows to walk through on down to the river for the ones in the corn is it dollars each cartload or the rustle and skirts of the girls as they dance by the crossroads Dad. Diddle 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 diddle